say my name until the city burns and the stars fade away and your scars don't hurt i will hold you till the sun comes crashing down i'm yours until the end of time hey everyone welcome to the restored to more podcast a listener supported podcast that is dedicated to restoring marriages to wholeness in christ after being affected by pornography and sexual brokenness After betraying charity with pornography and unwanted sexual behavior, we had no idea how to rebuild our relationship or even if it was possible to restore what was broken. Today, by God's grace, we have learned how to connect again, laugh again, and rebuild spiritual, emotional, and sexual intimacy to an even greater experience than before. Our goal is that as you hear our story, the stories of others, and the knowledge needed to heal, you too can have a marriage that is becoming restored to more. I'm yours until the end of time. Update everyone. Course one registrations are back open. Whoop, whoop. This is an eight week course starting Thursday, September 14th. That is designed to help you and your spouse start the journey to becoming restored to more. It will be led by R2M certified coaches, Cody and Michelle Larson. We will be focusing on how to cultivate safety and trust, healthy communication, deal with triggers, and begin to discover how God can use crisis to create closeness. You can see all the details on our website and can register today at www.restoredtomore.com slash courses. Also, if you have appreciated this podcast, a great way to say thank you is leaving a five-star rating and a positive review. These reviews help more people find the podcast and experience hope and healing. Say my name until the city. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode on the Restore to More podcast. This is Clinton. And I'm Charity. And we are your hosts of the podcast. We hope you guys had an awesome Thanksgiving. We are still full over here and still eating leftovers. And we are already decorated for Christmas. Calls crazy, but we love Christmas. And uh, this is actually the very first home we've ever had. And uh, we feel super blessed by that. And uh, Clinton hung up Christmas lights on the outside of our home for the very first time. And I'm proud of you because you conquered a fear. Thank you. Yeah, I was definitely very high up and the ground was spinning as I looked over <laughs> the ledge. Cause you have to like lean, if you ever hung up Christmas lights and you have to get on the roof because it was like super high. It's like 30 feet high. And then I had to like lean over. So half my body's like leaning over <laughs> and I'm like trying to put on I'm sweating everywhere, profusely sweating everywhere. And my buddy owns oh a lighting company. Gosh. So he was he was helping me out, but he was but I was like, Hey, I gotta do this, man. I gotta conquer a fear. And I was I was scared the whole time. I'm really proud of you. They look great. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. so much. Um, yeah, we are so excited about what's happening right now. We're going to take a month off for December of the podcast. Gives you guys a chance to catch up and and share the podcast and kind of enjoy time with your family. Uh, we believe it's really important to have Sabbath rest and everything that we do. And so we're, we're going to spend time as a family. We're going to go on a little vacation if everything falls into place well. It'll be, it'll be awesome. We're going to go back to California, see some family for the holidays and uh, yeah, and we'll be back in January. Yeah, we'll come back in January. I just wanted to say something real quick. I just know the holidays were always tough for us mm. as a couple because things are triggering, and they can be family that doesn't understand what you're going through. If, yeah. if you're going through, uh, if you have our story of betrayal, people don't understand that stuff, especially in family. And so many times, for many years, it was hard to even like talk about it or how to be around people um, when we're like in a total mess yeah. and our relationship was totally upside down and we're seeing a therapist once a week and you were in groups and we don't even talk to each other well at home and now we have to go and be around family. And so I just wanted to kind of 
not we weren't really planning on recording a whole podcast here, but I just wanted to say that we are praying for you this season. Mm. And one of the best things you can do is prepare versus repair, mm. right? So, so it's, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And so really, what does that look like for you and your spouse to go, hey, we want to have a game plan going into the holidays so that if if triggers happen, if we feel uncomfortable in a situation, if something comes up, we can we have a game plan of how to how to talk about that mm. so that we can either vacate in a in a nice friendly way and not just blow up in anger mm. or we can at least as a couple come together and even if we're not leaving the situation because maybe you're at a place you can't leave, we can still connect and talk mm. about it and we can make each other feel safe. Mm and heard and understood so that we can know what to do next. Mm, So good. You know, um, you just got me thinking. I remember looking through albums and memories of the holidays. And um, I remember distinctively, it was a Thanksgiving that it was just a really, really hard time. Mm. And um, I was very, I looked unhealthy. I looked, you know, ill and sick. And it was, it was a time where you had just started recovery, but we hadn't shared anything with our family. And I hadn't, I hadn't joined anything yet and just felt so isolated and alone. And I was just in a very, very dark place. And it was so uncomfortable being there with family and being so sad and so depressed and them not knowing anything and just trying to put on this face. Right. And, um, I just, we just want you guys to know that if that's where you're at, that we know what that feels like. And I am sorry. And, um, holidays will not have to be like that forever. And uh, especially if you both are willing to find freedom and healing and restoration on your own recovery journey and then come together as a couple and, um, you know, just one thing of, of advice that I would encourage you is, you know, I've been getting some messages on Instagram from women who are like, hey, we're going up to visit family for the holidays. There's no backing out now, but I, you know, everything just came out. I just found out about it. My, you know, my husband or my boyfriend or fiance's, you know, por- pornography um, struggle or pornography addiction. And I don't know what to do. You know, we're already committed to family. Uh, and my best advice for you, if you're in that situation is to not run away from the pain and medicate the pain and pretend like it's all going to be okay. My best advice to you would be to feel the pain, you know, to so that you don't look back on those memories and are angry because you were fake and you weren't allowed to be you. Like if you need a day, you know, where you are just alone, then take that time. Take that time to heal. Take that time to grieve. Take that time to um, just really mourn over what has happened. Yeah, it's good. It's good advice. And I think too, just, just to add to what you're saying, so many times there is commitments that we have to, we feel like we have to, um, follow through on. And so it's really like, okay, how do we follow through with our family that doesn't know anything going on? And it's not, and, you, and there's a right time, the right place to talk about that. I think we call it the word vomit, you know, where you're just like verbal diarrhea. And, and sometimes that can be really unhealthy and it can be unhelpful even where we just do that with family at the wrong time, the wrong place. And we're more spouse bashing than seeking help or seeking safety. And so I think it's important to, to talk about it with your spouse and go, Hey, I, I'm, we're going to go see my, my parents or family and they're, they're a safe person for me. And I would like to talk to them about this. I want you to know that I'm going to talk to him about this and I, and I want you to be aware of that, but I also want to do it in a very healthy way where you're not blindsided by me sharing this. I, I appreciated that when Charity said, I have to go tell people that are safe for me. And at first, of course, I didn't want her to. I was worried about me and I was thinking very selfishly and I was thinking about how it's going to affect me and how they're going to view me and all these things. But looking back, she needed to do that. She had to share with safe people so that she could feel 
heard and, and, and felt and, and, and she could felt like, oh, there's other people that I can go to. She was so isolated with all that pain, all that betrayal trauma that she was, that was affecting her in great ways. And so it's important that maybe you're going to go see family and maybe you're going to be around somebody that you think, man, they would be great to share with and how great of an opportunity it is that you can actually share that with them in person versus on the phone. So it's good to take that time. Just make sure that's always done appropriately. And it's good to update your spouse and say, Hey, I want to, I want to go in this game plan with you. I want to know what's going to happen. And also going, Hey, you know what? I might be crazy triggered. And that's normal because you just told me that you're, that you're struggling with pornography. And I don't think it's right that I just pretend I don't want to be fake. I, I want to act in faith, but acting in faith is not being fake. And so it's really going, Hey, what does this look like for us to understand this is going on? Realize that I may not want to, you know, I'm not going to be all cuddly around your family. I'm actually going to put my arm around you. I know that charity was very clear. Like, Hey, there's, there's boundaries here in our recovery journey that she, that she wasn't willing to cross and she didn't want to be fake. And I understand that I'm grateful for that. So that means that we're going to be cordial around family, around each other, but we're not going to, I'm not going to walk up and give her a kiss out of nowhere. That would cross a boundary and she'd actually be very hurt by that. That wouldn't help build a block of trust. And you really allowed me to have a lot of space, you know, like you, you didn't force me to engage in an activity that maybe I, you know, just mentally and physically and emotionally couldn't get myself to do. And, and, you know, you would allow me to go in the room and read and you would allow me to maybe say, Hey, I'm going to need to go on a couple of walks, you know, when we're visiting them throughout the weekend, just so I can have some yeah. space to clear my mind and just be a healthy individual. And so that's where I think it's so important where you said, you know, Go in prepared with game plans yeah. and knowing what you need um, during this time. And you may not even know what you need, but I can tell you right now that it just, it is so beneficial just to take some time to heal, to read, to go on walk, to pray to Jesus, to listen to some worship music and just take some time um, to heal. So good. You know, holiday traditions are awesome. We love holidays. Charity makes this thing called monkey bread for on Christmas Day, which is Jesus's birthday cake. We're really big on trying to get our kids to understand that he is the reason for the season. It's not just about presents and Christmas trees and lights and reindeer and Santa Claus, um, but really talking about that. And so I, I love those traditions. It's awesome to make a birthday cake for Jesus because I get to eat most of it. And it's the cinnamon bun bread. It's absolutely fantastic. But I'm saying that because there's no tradition that's more important than your marriage. There's no tradition. There's no family that comes above your spouse and the safety and the trust that you're working towards. And so even if, even if things don't go according to plan, even if it's like, you know what? And for, this is really for you guys that are listening to this. If you're wondering, man, how do I get back to building trust? And how do I get back to building safety? And how do I get back to building connection? your wife is wondering how much of a priority she is mm. against your family, against your traditions, against the things you desire most during the holiday season. And so I learned that from other mentors and courses and books and things that I read is that she, the more I can make her see that she is my main priority, mm. she's going to feel safe. Yes. And so the more I can go up to her, even at a holiday party and say, Hey charity, are you okay right now? Is everything good? Mm. Not just, Hey, do you need a drink? But hey, are are you good? Is everything okay right now? Are you are you feeling okay? Do you want to stay? Do you want to leave? What's going on? Even pulling her aside and doing that in private, so it's not in public. Those kinds of actions are showing charity. Hey, you are my first priority, and she'll attest to go. Wow, I really noticed a difference in Clinton during recovery when he started noticing me and seeing me versus me just being there. So good. I'm so glad you said that. Yeah. Well, guys. That's all we got. So um, Actually, it's not. Oh, just Surprise. kidding. <laughs> I wanted to take a minute and tell you what God has done mm-hmm. this past year. I love that. Such a cool thing to do during this during this season of not just Christmas, but even the new year coming up 
is to really celebrate what God has done. And so I just want to read you guys this. I know we're sending it, you're going to hear this first week of December, but it gives you a chance to think about what's God done in your life? You know, what are things you can look back and go, wow, God's done this and God's done this. And if you're in a really painful time, this might be hard to do, but there are still ways that God's faithful, even amidst pain. Mm. Maybe you're there and you're building recovery and you're building connection during restoration and you're going, wow, like what has God done? Wow. The fact that we're living in the same house is amazing. Mm. The fact that maybe you're sleeping in the same bed, that's amazing. Maybe the fact that you're rebuilding spiritual intimacy, that's incredible. Maybe you're having fun again together and you're playing cards or you're enjoying one another. Wow, praise God, because mm. those are a humongous deal. And so I just want to read a couple of things. Charity worked last night. We're having a fundraiser on the 3rd, and we're putting together some points for our guests to see just what God has done uh, this past year. So I'm going to read some, and you want to read some? Do you have the list up too? Nope. Okay. But I can pull it up. Sure, pull it up. It. And uh, I'll read that first section. You can read the uh, the next section. Okay. So, all right. So looking at our podcast, uh, this is pretty exciting. Hmm. We have reached, there's been 51,000 downloads in the year of 2021. Hmm. Uh, we have reached 73 different countries and we've had 48 guests on the show, hmm. which is crazy. This isn't on here, but the uh, we're, we're hitting about 5,500 downloads on the podcast a month right now. That's crazy, you guys. And that's really, this is a testament to what God's done and what you've done. You've probably mm-hmm. shared the podcast. You've talked about the podcast and I'm just grateful. That's amazing. Uh, we have been invited on lots of other podcasts. Uh, we have been invited on the Sexy Marriage Radio, We Collide, Pure Desire, Pure Sex Radio, Job with Julie, Fight for Love, Finding Traction, Husband Material, Pure Victory, Marriage Project, Pirate Monk, Intimacy is a Verb, The Grace Field Wife, Carol the Coach, and many more. So we feel That's so cool. blessed. <laughs> we were invited to two different conferences, which is awesome. We spoke at what's called Sills Conference with Be Broken Ministries. And we were invited to a sexual discipleship summit with Julie Slattery, which was amazing. And we also shared our story at two different conferences. Yeah, we shared our story at the Unquenched Conference. And uh, let's talk about sex. That was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, we had four different groups uh, uh, for courses that we led this year. We've done one-on-one coaching our Instagram has been blowing up. That's yeah. been exciting. You want to talk about that? So fun. We've been like on the real binge and it's just been so fun. <laughs> and we feel so grateful for all of our supporters and listeners. But yeah, we've grown to 4,000 uh, followers, which is insane. Uh, we've reached 1.6 million accounts. Uh, we've had 6,500 accounts engaged with us. And uh, we're just super excited about what God's doing in us yeah. and through us. Yeah. And more importantly than all those stats, I would say that our marriage has taken mm-hmm. a big turn this year. We feel like, at least for me, I can't speak for you, but I feel like we're in the best place we've ever been. Yeah. Just having fun and bonding and growing in all kinds of intimacy, spiritual, physical, sexual, emotional. Our kids, we're, we're focusing so much on raising our kids. They're getting older and older, five, three, and two now. We had three birthdays in the past couple of weeks. And um, I'm just grateful, man. Our house, our move to Idaho, the friends that we're forming, the communities we're now in, all this cool stuff that God's just doing like crazy. So there's just so much he's up to. And I hope that we all can look back this season and really worship God for who he is, not just for what he's done in our life, but really who he is and his character traits of being always loving, forgiving, always faithful, ever present, always here, willing to validate our emotions, come into our pain and sit with us in that. Also just to heal and transform and use things that we thought would break us for good. So we are just praying for you this season. We're excited for you. Um, Chair, did you want to say anything else? I kind of felt led to pray out. Yeah, that's it. 
Okay, I'll pray. You want to pray too? You want me to pray? Okay. Jesus, thank you so much, Lord, for who you are. Thank you for your attributes, God. Thank you for your character. Thank you, God, that you don't leave the one behind. Thank you, Lord, that you are for us, not against us. Even me, God, in my sin and and me running away from you and turning away from you and betraying my wife, betraying my family, but most importantly, God, betraying you, betraying our covenant that we had. God, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And yet you are still faithful. Even during that season, you were faithful. You, You pointed charity back to me. You pointed our marriage back to you. And most importantly, God, we were aligned to a place that we could go, God, we surrender this, do with it what you want. And God, look how you've turned it. Look how you've changed it. God, I pray for the couples that are listening to us right now. God, they're, they could be broken. They, they, could, they could be confused. They could be frustrated and angry, even angry at you. And yet you don't get mad at them back. You don't run away from their anger. God, you sit with them in the pain for those wives that are broken beyond understanding for those husbands that are confused and frustrated at why they can't get free from pornography. Why do they keep doing something that causes so much pain? Father, I pray that they would seek you and that they would find you right now, God. I pray that they would hear your whisper and that they would open the door that you are knocking on in their heart. I pray, God, if anybody doesn't know you, listen to this, they would hear your voice and they would say, this is the season. This is what it's about. This Christmas is the Christmas season I gave my life to the Lord. And I let him start just transforming you from the inside out. God, be with the children this season. It doesn't really feel like Christmas. Be with the poor. Be with the families, God, that are, are, are just hoping they can feed their family this month. God, there's so many people around the world that are not near as blessed as we are in the United States. And I pray, God, that they would have the joy and contentment that is found in the Lord. I pray that you would continue to urge us, Lord, who are who are blessed to reach out and help those who are less fortunate. Father, keep our eyes focused on you this season. Help us to reflect on this year, 2021, and go, man, there was a lot of stuff that happened. We know that in our lives there was a lot of deaths because of different things going on. And Lord, I pray that we'd be able to to sit with those who are brokenhearted, that we would be safe people for those to come to us, so that, that just, to, just for a shoulder to cry on or someone to pray with, someone to be with. And God, help us to get out of our own way. Help us, God, to be focused on you this season. Help us to reflect on what you've done and to pay it forward and bless others, Jesus. We love you. We're grateful for you. And it is in your name that we pray these things. Amen. Amen. All right, you guys. Well, have a great season, and we'll see you in January. I'm yours until the end of time. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, follow us on Instagram, and sign up for the upcoming course. You can also connect with us on the Ask Us Anything page at RestoredToMore.com. Also, quick note, all the work at Restored to More Inc., including this podcast, is made possible by our donors and financial partners. We wouldn't be here without those who have generously given to the cause of restoration. If you ever feel led to give, you can do so on the donate page on our website, 